Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, aka Dunkmaster Three Thousand. <laughs> Ronnie, have you ever have you ever been able to dunk? I know we talked about this recently, but you you were you were a touch the rim guy, right? Yeah, I was I was able to get like the first part. You know that first part of your finger that actually bends. I was able to get that over the rim, but I was never able to actually okay. grab onto the iron. And how tall are you? Six foot. Mm, I I'd say five ten. Five ten? Okay. I was gonna guess five ten, but I was giving you yeah. I'm giving you an extra two inches because that's, no, I, that's what friends I, do. I like to be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I was never able to dunk. I think you probably ended up higher than me because I could like brush the rim and then I went through this phase where like I'm gonna I'm gonna dunk the ball, I'm gonna do these leg exercises, I'm gonna study, and then I was like, Oh, that seems like a lot of work. So Heck yeah, man. I tried I so hard. There. I still want to try. I almost want to still try, but I don't know. Like once you're 40, are you able to anymore? <laughs> I, I, I think if you're, t- I don't know. If you're over 40 and you can dunk, let us know. <laughs> let us know if we should even bother. Yeah, I don't, I don't see too many 40 year olds in the NBA dunking either. You know, even though no, Haslam, how old was he when he retired? <laughs> he was yeah, close. can he dunk? <laughs> and I feel like Yao or Shaq could still dunk, yeah. but they're just freakishly tall. Although you know, I think I saw a video of Jordan dunking still. But that could have just been my imagination. I don't know. It's just your dreams every night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jordan's putting on a personal dunk clinic just for you. You're the only person in the stands. Exactly. Yay, dunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ronnie, I'm going to hand it to you for the news. Let's hear it. Yeah, uh, there's not much going on. Um, the main thing I want to start with was the Lakers. They're honoring Kobe Bryant with a statue in front of their arena. I thought that's really cool. So it's there's a little thing here that says Kobe's legacy is immortalized, and that is pretty cool. I, I like the thought of his statue being in the front. Um, he's he'll be out there with uh, who else do they have? I know they have Shaq, and I I don't know who else they have, but it's gonna be cool when you walk the, through that building, you know, and see those like two I assume statues. They have Magic Johnson, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's got to be one of the others too. Absolutely, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's sure, got to be out yeah. there. I mean, but I don't know who who is out there. We might have to look that up and see who's out I've there right never now. Been, but... I've never been to a Lakers game in yeah. Los Angeles. so Yeah, and I'm know. glad to say that because I never want to go to Los Angeles <laughs> for a game. Oh. <laughs> All right, so um, there's a Bronny update. So he had, you know, we, we all know the story. We had a heart defect and I don't know, LeBron was all freaking out about his son, right? So... As as one should. Don't yeah, say it like that. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he was, it's not like he was freaking out because his son chipped a tooth or something. Right. Was, no, yeah. It his, was a his, scary moment. Bronny had a huge cardiac arrest where he was in practice on the court and he just collapsed and yeah, got taken to the hospital. So they said it's likely caused by a heart defect and he'll have a full recovery. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, it was quoted that it was an anatomically and functionally significant conjunct congenital heart defect <laughs> i am so proud of you ronnie when i saw that word i was like uh-oh i only studied <laughs> once it. on congenital got it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> Shut up. so does that mean does that mean he's able to play basketball again yeah he's gonna have a full, recovery, make a full so recovery i it doesn't but he still has the heart defect right right i mean it doesn't it says it's treatable so it's it's nothing that he can't overcome. So, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be back on the court. I don't know when. It doesn't have a time frame. It doesn't have super good details on that or anything like that. But I'm just happy to And we're to not sh- doctors, so we can barely read. <laughs> and understanding what medical stuff is is not our strong suit. Yeah, I thought about looking up that information and just, you know, figuring out exactly what it was to try to explain it. But I was like, 
that's no way. I'm not going to be able to do that. You know, I can barely <laughs> yeah, pronounce exactly. this. And, so, so yeah, I just let that go. Did you see that Jalen Brown is going to be participating in the Big Three All Star Game? No, that's cool. I didn't know the Big Three had an All Star Game. Honestly, that that's actually I, I'm, sur- I'm surprised that you know that. that. Yeah, well, I saw <laughs> that's fair. I, I saw the headline that Ice Cube because Ice Cube is is the owner the 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 guy that runs it. I don't know what mm-hmm. his affiliation. Yeah, he is the owner, and yeah, but, he he runs everything. Okay, he was extremely like grateful that Jalen Brown was was participating in it because it gives some legitimacy to it. And you know, he's not obviously not in the league. He's playing for the Boston Celtics, but he's he's going to participate in some of the All Star Game activities, which I think is pretty okay. cool. I mean, we have they do like other sports celebrities participate in the All Star Game in the NBA, where they do sort of the celebrity match. So yeah, why not? Why yeah. not have him participate? Yeah, with what's the name? Who's that short comedian that he's? He's actually Kevin in a wheelchair Hart? now. Yeah, Kevin Hart. He was always in the celebrity Kevin Hart's ones. in a wheelchair? Yeah, he, had, uh, he was in a car accident. And then I was watching this video where recently he was racing somebody like on foot at a at a picnic or at a, a bar- bar- barbecue. And he just kind of like shattered his legs just by doing that. He was like, I don't know what I'm trying to prove. Just trying to beat somebody at a at a barbecue and he ended up breaking his legs and he's in a wheelchair again. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I just Googled it because I thought you were full of it and just messing with me. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> he's in a wheelchair after racing... <laughs> Steven Steven Ridley. The yeah, I question back, myself sometimes because I see some things on Instagram. So I'm like, it might not be true either, you know, because who knows? Yeah, but... you got to investigate, guys. Yeah. Don't, don't trust anybody. Yep, especially me. <laughs> especially, Ronnie. Yeah. When the news comes from That's... me, it's, it's probably like a 20% when chance Doug it's Master true. 3000 is spreading news. You got to be <laughs> exactly. careful. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's not much more news than that. Other than that, there's, I don't know, there's there's nothing else going on. It seems like. So we got some signings, trades, and waves. Uh, two, two signings. Tra- There's probably more, but these are the two we care about. Yeah. First one is PJ Washington. You have the the deets of his contract. Yeah. Yep. He signed again for, to a three year, forty eight million dollar contract with the Hornets again. That's who he was with for the last four years. He decided to resign with them, and uh, he's a yeah. He's he's going to be with them now. <laughs> That's all I got. He's he averaged fifteen point seven <laughs> points, four point nine rebounds last year, two point four assists. So yeah, he's happy. And uh, JaVale McGee was waived by the Dallas Mavericks. I know he's one of your your favorite players. Yeah, when you told uh, me that, he was, I was with just... the Suns the year before. Yeah, he signed a three year deal with the Mavericks, and they're I just like, yeah, that. we're good. Yeah, and they didn't play him last year. I thought he was going to be one of the biggest fantasy no. player, like a center, because I thought like he was going to be featured yeah. on that team, and they didn't even play him. So that was really weird. And that was after he played with the Suns, you know, to take him to the finals and everything. And then they're just he had like productive minutes with the Suns. Absolutely. And yeah. He got a nice contract. I mean, I don't blame him from going to Dallas. So now he becomes a free agent. And I know the answer to the, your question. Would you like to see him again in a Suns uniform? Of course I would. Yes, sir. Please. Yeah. He's He's been linked to the Lakers, potentially going back to the Lakers, a reunion there, uh, potentially going back to Golden State. Uh, so he's he's got some suitors, as he should, right? He's a vet in the league. Yeah, with, with championships, so he's he's he'll find a team. I think, I, I think he's going to have the benefit of choosing wherever he wants to go. But yeah, I was kind of shocked when I saw that Javale McGee. It's a name I mean, I how, how could he not have more in the tank after just being on the Suns? Like, what, what wasn't the year before he was on the Suns too? He wasn't last year, but I think yeah. it was a year before. The year before he was on the Suns. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, he just rested for a year, pretty much. So I'm sure he's good to go. So this is somewhat news related, but I'm going to go ahead and make it as our turd of the week. And okay. that is Giannis Atutakempo. 
Uh, yeah. He made some comments in the news recently. He will be eligible for an extension coming up, I think September or sometime in September. And he made a comment that he's not not going to sign the extension until the organization shows a commitment to win the title. And that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. This is why I put him as the turn of the week is that they're doing a lot. If, if I've looked up their 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 um their roster, their salary, just to make sure I wasn't imagining something. They're the luxury tax. They're they're paying a lot of money to keep this team together. This is the team that was the best team, the best regular season team in basketball going into the playoffs, where then they kind of fell apart, fired their head coach, they have a new head coach now. But what do you think of those comments? And do you think that those are out of line? I mean, if, if you want to say, you know, we made a comment about Damian Lillard was the turn of the week a couple of weeks ago. His situation front office and team built around him is way different than Giannis. So do you think it's fair to put that on the front office or am I overreacting? I no, I agree with you. I don't understand what Giannis is seeing here. Like what he's got to be seeing something that, that isn't being published. You know, we, we can't see it right now. Like what, maybe it's just because the record, like they won the championship and then they, they didn't do so hot the year before. And then they got bumped out of the first round, I think this year. Right. So they keep going. Yeah. They get worse and worse. It seems like, and, I don't know what he expects to be done because, yeah, you're right. It seems like the front office is doing everything that they can do. So why is he saying that he seems like the team isn't fully committed? I don't know. It's like it's, it's really weird. I, I don't get it at all. It's it, you know you right. They won the finals. Great. The next year, Chris Middleton was hurt, and they still had a fairly deep playoff run. I don't know if they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Certainly, they made it to the second round without Chris Middleton. Then last year they were the, I think they had the best record in basketball. Yeah, and Giannis I think you're right, got yeah. hurt in that series against the Heat, who or at least the best know, in the East. The East. They were the best in the East for sure. Yeah, they were the number one seed. Then they lost to the Heat, who ended up going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis hurt his back in that series, and probably I know he missed a game, maybe two games. You could argue that he wasn't himself for the rest of that series, but. I don't know what commitment he's looking for. So I'm I'm looking at their salary for this year. They're going to be in the luxury tax. They're paying almost $50 million in luxury Man. tax this year. Yeah. And, and if you're not familiar with what that is, is you, there's, a, there's a soft cap and a hard cap in basketball. If you go over the luxury tax threshold, the owner has to pay additional money into this sort of pool that teams that don't go over have to pay. So don't go over the, uh, the, the luxury tax. You may not win a championship, but your owner's going to make a lot more money. So that's what most teams do. So I think the fact that they've been in the luxury tax – tells you that they have a commitment because they don't have to do that it's it's weird to me i don't i don't understand it uh do you want to guess who the top three paid players on the nugget not the nuggets on the uh the milwaukee bucks, bucks are well it's him it's probably Milton and is it somewhere weird was somewhere weird like drew holiday drew holiday yeah he's uh, the the second highest paid player Going okay. into this year, right? So I guess it's not too weird, at 45, it's weird to me. Drew at 34, Middleton at 28. Brooke Lopez is making $25 million. Bobby Portis is making $11 million. So that's five players all over $10 million a year with you know Giannis being the big number on that yeah. of, of $45 million. I, that's a pretty good roster. I don't, I don't know what he's looking right. for. They got some depth. Grayson Allen, Jay Crowder, Robin Lopez, Malik Beasley. Um, that's, a, that's a good roster. I'm not sure... Yeah. I'm not sure what he's looking for. So, what, what, so this is one of his quotes. He says, "I would not be on the best. Ver I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. 
everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And I don't feel that I'm not signing. Oh, I'm sorry. And if I don't feel that I'm not signing. So I feel like he's placing blame on the actual players and not the front office more than anything. Maybe. Just by that quote. That quote is going to get him in trouble, though, because James Harden got fined a hundred grand for saying that he's not going to play his hardest. Yeah. So when he comes out and says the exact same thing, I wonder if there'll be some repercussions for him on that. And well, he's not trashing the a, owner like Harden did, though. I mean, well, no, no, no. But the, the Harden's fine was because he said that he won't basically play. Yeah. His best, like he'll he'll intentionally tank, or if he gets traded to a team that he doesn't want to be on, he's not going to play well. He, he's not going to honor his contract and yeah. put his best foot forward. He basically like said, I'm not going to play for that thing. owner no matter what. So that that's why he got in trouble because he's like, yeah, yeah, it's just financially, like it just screws up the team, you know? He goes, I'm not going to play for them. And even if they pay me, I'm not going to pay for, play for them. Giannis is still going to play for the team. Well, I guess. Well, let's read the first part of that quote again. Yeah, I know. I, he says, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. I will not be the best version of myself. That means he's going to phone it in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. We're all speculating here. We, yeah. we, we know nothing. Uh, so he's he's under contract this year. He's under contract next year. And then he has a player option for 25-26 season. So he could opt out, obviously. That's why the Bucks want to extend him. As soon as this quote came out, you started hearing the trade rumors the yeah. biggest one being the Golden State Warriors. They could sort of rebuild that team. Uh, I say rebuild as if they're a bad team, but they could they could extend the clock on that dynasty if you get a healthy Giannis on the team. And you're like, oh, there's no way it's going to happen. I didn't think there's any way Kevin Durant would go to that team. That's what I was just thinking. To that team. Yep. So you never know what's going to happen. Their owner has certainly shown that he's willing to spend the money. I would be blown away if that happens. <laughs> I mean, gosh, with all these super teams being built, you know, Boston getting better, Phoenix getting better. Can you imagine Giannis going to Golden State? That's going one of to those, the Lakers, going when, to a team when, that's already when, a playoff right? team? I know. When Durant went to that team, it's just like, okay, well, what's the point of playing this year? Because you know they're going to win the championship. Yeah. So that just sucks. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. But, man. And that, that just blows the Suns' chances Giannis, out of the water. Would you want to see Giannis on the Suns, hypothetically? Not really, just because then... How does he fit, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, well, I mean, it's just like, okay, we're definitely going to win the championship. And I've said that in the past where I don't necessarily want to win that way. I feel like right yes, now... We don't care. I think right now we're in a spot where it's like, okay, we need to kind of prove to ourselves that we could just win a championship. And with the team we have, we do have a really good team. But if we, put, if we get added Giannis to the team, it's like, okay, like... That's just a given. We're going to win no matter what, you know? Like, it's not even a win in my book. It's just like, yeah, thanks. That's not how I want to win our first championship. <laughs> if they win, if they added Giannis to the team, it would just be, everyone would be gunning for them. And, and they're not yeah. going to win a championship with Giannis on this team because there's so much pressure and so much expectations. And every game is put under a microscope. And every tweet and text and everything that gets leaked public is going to be like, oh, is Giannis happy? Oh, is Devin Booker yeah. feeling you know marginalized and on this new super team? So yeah, I, I don't want him on the Suns. I mean, I love Giannis. I think he's a fantastic player. I just think it'd be weird to have four superstars on a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when three exactly. of them are new, it's just a waste of a year, you know, because it's it's not even fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, you're watching your team, but I don't know what's the point that year. You're just Do waiting you think for the injuries. Bucks, the Bucks 
What do you, what do you do if you're the front office of the Bucks right now? Other than damage control and cry and say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, you signed your brother and he's terrible. God, can you imagine, like, if Devin Booker said this, you know, or, or you know, like if one of our players said it? I want to be happy as a fan either. And yeah, as in the front office, what can you do about it? You know, you just you kind of get mad at Giannis, and he's kind of like hurting his legacy as a Buck too. So I. It's, I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the front office, too. I would almost want to get rid of him because do you even want him? I mean, yeah, he's an amazing <laughs> yes, player, do. but I mean, is he, I don't know. How is he going to be in the locker rooms now? Is he going to be yelling at the players because it doesn't feel like everybody wants to win a championship in there? Is it going to turn sour like that? So I suspect this conversation happened behind closed doors and there's maybe a player or two that he thought that the front office should try to bring in and they didn't. And that's what what caused this to boil over. This whole yeah. speculation, yeah. But to say that in public, I think just is a. I agree, it's a bad look. It puts pressure on the front office, but they're already. I don't know. I, I just that's why he's my turn of the week. Right? Like I said, I, I think yeah. they've done a lot to try to make this team better, to try to make this team be one of the best teams in the NBA, and I think they've succeeded. Right. So unless you're right, and there's players on the team that are phoning it in, like. Uh, don't really care that don't show up don't look at film and don't take care of themselves mm -hmm. but i don't know who that is because you know looking at the top players drew holiday is, is not that guy yeah. chris middleton maybe is that who he's complaining about i mean, i don't know who knows brooke lopez <laughs> i don't know yeah he's mad that robin <laughs> lopez is on this team <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think that's the case so anyway that is why Giannis is my turd of the week. Last thing, maybe Sorry, he's mad at his, maybe he's mad at the Bucks for re-signing his brother because he knows his brother sucks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's would that be weird if like some weird sibling rivalry thing yeah. and he's just like, "Oh, this guy, he always distracts me and he's yeah. always like, "Why haven't you called mom? Mom wants to talk to you." <laughs> like, why are you signing me. my brother? You guys don't want to win a championship. So You're just funny. trying to keep me happy with yeah. my brother on a team. Just this isn't winning us anything. I hate him. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> right. That that would be pretty funny. I wanted to do uh, an NBA recast and I thought this would be funny where I was I was watching this movie not too long ago and I was thinking who would you who would you cast in these different roles if we were to just cast it with current NBA players so I messaged you I said Ronnie we're going to remake the hangover and we're going to yeah. cast the three big parts so Bradley Cooper Ed Helms and Zach Galifianakis we're going to pick current NBA players for those different parts and and talk about why we picked them uh, who would you like to do first? I, do you want to I, do Bradley I, Cooper? I, I love Helms this idea, first of all. I love this idea, first of all. Let, just really quick, I want to explain The Hangover to anybody who hasn't seen it. So this is a movie about three buddies who wake up from a bachelor party in Las Vegas with no memory of the previous night because it got so plastered. And the bachelor is missing. So then they make their way around the city in order to find their friend before his wedding. So that's that's the basic premise of the movie. But yeah, And it was a great comedy at the time right we were, we were just talking about movies the other day no real comedies get made anymore especially once it go to the theater right there's a lot of yeah. streaming comedies but yep. it's just it's almost like a, a dead a dead genre as far as movies go it seems like but it yeah this this was a, such a huge hit so here actually I, you know i said i didn't have any trivia for you i do have one okay. do you know who originally so heather graham is in the movie she plays uh a, a stripper slash escort Yep. And do you know who originally they wanted to be in that role? Um, 
I have no clue, but she shows her boobs in there, so I'm curious to know who else <laughs> would have been. <laughs> it was Britney Spears, who's who they originally oh, wanted for that really? part. And she huh. thought it was just going to be a, a garbage movie that no one would see, and she didn't want her name to be tied with it. But this was a huge movie. It spawned some terrible sequels, but when it it was huge when it came out. I think every – I mean, I, I suspect everyone that's listening has seen The Hangover uh, because the time that it came out, it was it was just enormous. Yeah, 2009, I think it was, wasn't it? No idea. Uh, <laughs> sure. 2009, why not? Uh, it but was. it was a great movie. I watched it n- not that long ago. It's just one of those movies you could put on in the background. So yeah. uh, which which of the three cast members would you like to recast first? So, I'll let you pick. I'll Yeah, I'll, I'll get us kicked off. So I want to start with the Ed Helms character. His name is Stu in the movie. So this is the okay. annoying character who overreacts with every situation, but you want to keep him as a friend because he's loyal, he's smart, and he's good at what he does. He has most the, the most punchable face out of everyone in the cast, which <laughs> makes him most likely to lose a tooth, which he did lose a tooth in a movie. He so did I was like, tooth, yep. yep. So I was like, okay, which which player is you know just did that? You know, he's annoying, but you still want him on your team. You know, he he has the most punchable face, and he, I saw I picked Luka Doncic. He was like that perfect <laughs> fit for that because okay. oh man, you, you just he overreacts in the core and. I, every time I see him, even when, when I'm watching a FIBA right now, I just I just want to hit him, you know, and he keeps whining about all this stuff and just making a big deal out of really nothing, you know, like small big deals. So, yeah, Luca is my first cast member. I want him to be Stu in The Hangover. Okay. I, I went in a, a little bit different direction. So for, for Ed Helms' character, I, I put he's always in just these weird sort of situations where, wherever he goes, right? He, he's the one that got married. He yep. loses a tooth. Uh, all just weird situations. But – He's successful. He's a successful dentist. Um, That's maybe what not he was. relationship. Yeah, he was a dentist. He not successful in relationships. If you watch the movie, so yeah. with that in mind, someone that's in these weird situations yet is successful. I went with Kawhi Leonard. You know the weird situation yeah. in San Antonio where he didn't want to play, but the team was making comments that he should be playing. He gets traded to Toronto and flat out tells them, "I'm not going to resign with you." I'll win a championship with you, but I'm not going to resign with you. Then he goes to the Clippers where they're just never healthy. They're they're such a good team, but they're just always something weird happens. Paul George is hurt. Now Kawhi's hurt. And now it's it's just always these weird situations. We're going to trade for Russell Westbrook. It's just – it's weird. So I, I went with Kawhi Leonard for that reason. He doesn't have a punchable face. I agree that you know they kind of did that with Ed Helms. Uh, and, and Luca definitely fits the bill there, but I went with Kawhi Leonard on that front. I, I like yep. yours better, I think. Okay, nice. Uh, you know what? So I had a backup, and my backup was Kawhi Leonard. So awesome pick there. Oh, really? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't want to have the same person as you, so I do have backups just yeah, in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that? So that's that's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do let's do Bradley Cooper. Nice. Next. I have him next. Go ahead. You want to go first? Or okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. So so Bradley Cooper in the movie, his he plays a guy named Phil, and he is let's the traits that I have for him. Are he is um, kind of lucky without really contributing. Okay. So he he's a school teacher. Uh, you know, Stu is the one that ends up paying for all of this trip. Uh, Doug has the car. It just he's just kind of there. He's lucky. He's in the right place at the right time. Um, that's that's kind of the traits that I went with. And 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 when I saw that this person was waived, I looked up a little bit more and I'm like, you know what? JaVale, JaVale McGee is going to be oh, nice. my Bradley Cooper. Kind of <laughs> lucky. He gets, he gets onto a Warriors team that's just fantastic 
wins three championships with them. He wins a gold medal. He's not the leader of any of those teams, right? He's yeah. just a piece of those teams, right place, right time sort of guy. Uh, Bradley Cooper in the movie, would you say he's kind of sleazy when he like steals the money from, from the students? I mean, a little no, bit. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when I saw that JaVale McGee is also a record producer, I was like, oh, that's kind of sleazy. I feel like all record producers are kind of sleazy. <laughs> I didn't know he so was I a record that was producer. A, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a good fit for him. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, to, to Bradley Cooper, he kind of helped keep the team together, right, when they were searching for Doug, right? He, he had the, yeah. the right pep talk at the right time. And wherever JaVale McGee goes, he's going to be brought in more for his leadership, more for his locker room, more for his experience than his actual basketball ability. So yeah. I thought that was, given that he was in the news, a, a good fit for, for JaVale McGee as Bradley Cooper. Okay. I like that pick. That's not, I mean, <laughs> except for my reasons for, so my, my description of yeah. Bradley Cooper and uh, being Phil He's a cool guy that everyone looks up to and, you know, everyone wants to be him, <laughs> yeah. right? He kind of takes charge of the situations too, I noticed. And he's he's a good looking guy of the group. He He's the glue of the group, I think. I think if you take him out, the rest of the guys just kind of like go their separate ways. Um, he's res- I would agree with that. Yep. Yeah. He, he's a guy responsible for just keeping everybody together, just like, just like Giannis. And it's funny that we just talked <laughs> no about way. it. Yeah. But I picked him before we talked about this whole Yonder situation, before I knew all the details about it. Because, okay, so if I kind of think about it, like he's a cool guy. He's a guy that everybody wants to be. And with that, Giannis, yeah. his athleticism is something that everybody wants. They wish that they had it. They wish they had Bradley Cooper's looks as to Giannis's athleticism. I mean, his nickname is a okay. Greek freak, you know? So I, 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 yeah. I love that. And then he's the reason the Bucks have kept their team together so far up until this <laughs> yeah. recent comment. I mean, players want to go. I mean, Jay Crowder went there because they wanted – like, you're right. He's cool. They want to play with him. Yep. Uh, he's – they want to be They want to be on the team with that guy. Yeah, I, exactly. I see that. Yep, that, that's all I got for that one. I had a backup too. I was like – I almost switched it just now too. Like, LeBron James and Devin Booker. See, Devin Booker, he's like the good-looking guy of the Suns. And LeBron James, like, everywhere – like, he's a magnet. He, like – Everybody wants to go where he goes, you know, because yeah. he's like the good-looking basketball player of the league. Not physically, but just his game is good-looking, you know. So, same with yeah. Devin Booker, too. So, I was almost picking them, but nope, I, I think Giannis is a, the one that fits there. Okay, I like it. So, I got Last Luka and Giannis least, so far. Who are your two again? Luka and Giannis. I have Kawhi Leonard and JaVale McGee. Not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite a weird eccentric Here's like cast horrible. of characters here. Yeah. Uh, last but not least is Zach Galifianakis. This movie put him on the map, I think. He, he had a lot of yeah. crappy movies after this. But he was just – this was such a surprise hit for this. He is a weird dude, pure and simple. He does weird stuff. He ends up roofing everybody in the movie um, because his drug dealer got the drugs confused. <laughs> And and the sequels, he's even even more confusing and more weird. But he tries to imitate Bradley Cooper, and he's just he's just a weird dude and and uh, unpredictable in a lot of senses. You never know what he's going to do. He pulls the knife out on the rooftop and cuts his hand. He has some weird fashion choices. Right? They they laughed at his his satchel in the movie. Oh, um, so all of those together, weird dude, unpredictable, weird fashion. I went with everybody's favorite, Russell Westbrook, oh, as yeah. uh, my Zach Galifianakis. Because I nailed it. He, he, did you, are you guessing that as I was yep. describing Yeah, him? just with your description, yeah. yep. 
Good. That's exactly what I was going for. So yeah, he's weird. He's unpredictable. He almost fought a fan in a Phoenix game when he was with the Clippers. Oh yeah, because like, I guess the fan yelled at him. And, I forget about remember, that. Remember, yep. I I strongly support every NBA player should be allowed to fight one fan a year. <laughs> I think Russ was all for that at that moment. Uh, he just he's unpredictable. You never know what he's going to do, even on the court. Right? He's like, I'm going to shoot from here, even though the shot clock has like nine seconds left, and I'm at half court. I'm going to shoot yep. it from here because why not? Uh, he he was went through a phase, especially in Oklahoma City, where he would just dress weird and and very oddly. I don't think he does it as much anymore. At least I don't see it as much anymore. But he's just a weird dude. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, he is. Russell Westbrook is the weirdest guy in the league, I think, right now. It's a good choice. He might be. I, I think yeah. that's a better choice than mine. Okay, so I described Zach Galifianakis, you know, Alan in the movie. He's the weird guy of the group. He looks weird, he acts weird, and he'll do anything to make you want to be his friend, even if it means <laughs> drugging you. He's tried his whole life to be part yeah. of a team, and he just wants to be part of a wolf pack. <laughs> but nobody gets him, and nobody likes him. But you kind of feel bad for him. So for that person, I, I picked Kyrie Irving. He's he's just that person. He just good. he just That's wants to be really a part good. of a wolf pack, and yeah. just, he's so weird and just so off the charts. And he just says the most wrong things, you know, with, with that movie that he watched, you know, that had to do with the Holocaust or whatever, you know. It's just like nobody likes him really, but you just kind of feel bad for him because he is good at his game. He's good at basketball, so. He's and he also is, he's most likely to find a baby and name him Carlos too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a good one Kyrie because Irving. Kyrie is very weird and I, I agree he's just trying so desperately to fit in and mm -hmm. to be liked but it's just it's not working because he's just he's just too weird yeah he tries to too it, hard so. right just yeah, just like Alan uh, so my cast is Kawhi Leonard JaVale McGee and Russell Westbrook you had Luka Doncic mm -hmm. um I had Luca and uh, Giannis, Giannis. Luca, Giannis, yep. and Kyrie. Okay, and Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie and Luca are, are currently on the same. They're currently a two-man wolf pack. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, so I took so it a step further. Oh boy, I knew, I knew it. <laughs> I knew you can it. edit this part out if you don't feel like it's worthy. But okay, you know Doug, the guy that got kid or he was left up on the roof. Yep. Okay, so yep. let me go through this. So his name's his actor. Yeah, his name is Justin Bartha. Um, he's the most important person in the group. The whole reason he went to Vegas in the first place. And he ends up being the guy missing and nobody knows this until morning. The guy that's most likely to end up on the roof at Caesar's Palace with the worst sunburn of all time. Can you guess who I picked for that? He's forgotten about. I'm going to just forgotten. No, I, I have no idea. I picked Nikolai Jokic, partly because he always turns red when he <laughs> plays basketball. Okay. And I feel like he's the one that most likely gets sunburned on the roof. But also because during the whole season, he's he's coasted through all these triple doubles and nobody seemed to notice much. Everybody kind of wrote him off in the playoffs. They forgot about him, even though he's in it, he ended up being MVP in the finals and getting the most important prize, which was like Doug, you know, he, the he ring. actually got married. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I picked him. He got the ring. Yeah. No, yep. I... That's good. Um, it, and you said, you know, nobody gave him credit for anything. I think uh, certainly I did. I don't know if you, I don't recall if you did. Every round, the Nuggets aren't going to win. The Nuggets aren't yeah. going to win. And uh, we certainly counted him out. Yeah. And just like just you said like, at the uh, beginning, too, you said he wasn't in the movie much, too. Nikolai, he wasn't really in the media in the much either, too, even though he was yeah. just truly amazing, you know? Quietly going about doing his job. Okay. Last one. Yeah. Ken Jong, Mr. Chow. I casted him. He's the craziest person in this whole movie, right? <laughs> the person you most is. likely find naked in the trunk of a car. 
He's the most likely to get in trouble with the law. He was a drug lord. The person I picked to cast him is John Morant. John Morant, Cause, yes. Cause, yes, because he can't <laughs> stop waving guns around. And he, he always finds himself yeah. in the, the worst situations, too. So he, he would absolutely be Mr. Chow in The Hangover. Leslie Chow, played by John Morant. Okay, good job. I was yeah. thinking about doing those other ones, but I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I'll leave it at that. Maybe Ronnie will do it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. So what are what are some other movie suggestions? If you guys have some suggestions that you want to do an NBA recast, or if you want to propose your own uh, NBA recast, call. Give us a call on the JNR fan line and let us know, hey, you got it wrong. For The Hangover, it should be XYZ. Or uh, make a suggestion of a movie that you'd like us to do. Ronnie, any movies come to your mind that should be redone with an NBA recast? I was thinking about Dumb and Dumber just because I want to go over maybe like the, the yep. duo of the leagues, you know, so maybe cast them and maybe some other funny characters in there. Like who would be the cop that would get pulled over and, and drink the beer that was actually peed in, you know, just stupid stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know? Like we could do some funny stuff on that one. Um, okay. The first one that popped in my head was super bad. Yes. Was super oh, okay. Bad, nice. You have a good cast of characters there. You have the old veterans and the cops that still, you know, are cool. And then you have the young kids yeah. coming up in the league. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll put our heads together. We'll, we'll come up with some additional recaps, but we'd love to hear your feedback as well on what movies we should do. Uh, that's all I got for NBA recast. Ronnie, any closing notes on our directorial debut here? Nothing about that, but I do have some FIBA stuff. Do you want to go over FIBA? I know how much you like about that. Oh, I know how much you like that. <laughs> I want to do FIBA. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off at some point, but let's hear it. Let's okay. hear some FIBA. All right. That's my favorite thing. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to try to convince you that FIBA is good and that you need to start watching this. Okay, first, just quick notes. Canada is, they're, they're owning everybody right now. Um, they move on to round two. They actually blew out France in the second half to, to win the cup opener. So that's big news because France actually has some good names on their teams. They got Evan Fournier. They got Rudy Gobert. They, they have some decent names, right? So they, they're, they're getting worked. Um, let me go over the top 10 teams right now. You probably won't like this, this list, but right now, first overall in points is Spain. They're one, they're actually over USA, number two. We got Australia, Argentina, France, Serbia, Slovenia, Lithuania, Greece, and Italy. Are you bored yet? Keep going, Ronnie. <laughs> Keep going. Don't give me a chance to chime He's timing in. it, yeah. Okay. I just want to go over the top 10 right now. So USA is looking pretty good. Spain's one to worry about and Canada. They're, they're looking real good. Uh, right now, there was many of the NBA stars are in the FIBA World Cup. A total of 55 NBA players from 20 different countries are included in this year's World Cup too. Um, the previous record was 54 players in 2019 and 45 players in the 2014 World Cup. So don't you think that you should maybe start paying attention to this since they have a record-breaking amount of NBA players in the league, Jonathan? No. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> How could you not want to watch it just because of that? I thought that was amazing. Eh, eh, is my response. <laughs> Man. All right. So um, Canada's team, they were the first team in FIBA World Cup history to record 40-plus assists in the game. I thought that was pretty neat. They had 44 assists, did they, total? I I don't know it, how many. I just know it was plus 40. I saw the headline that had 44. I think it was 44 assists. Yeah. Yep. Jonas Valanciunas, he's playing amazing. He got 15 points, 11 rebounds in only 18 minutes. That guy's a beast, man. SGA for Canada, he's 12 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. He got a 50-point win for the Team Canada. So that's pretty cool. Um, that's I, do, I have a big list of 
NBA, or not just NBA, but I have a big list of players that you might want to keep an eye on in the league, but it's a list of 30 players. Do you care about any gonna... of these, or do you just want to skip that? <laughs> do you want me to go to over top uh, 10 at give least? Me, give, me, give me your top five. Okay, so I'll go five. Number five is Jalen Brunson. He currently plays for the Knicks, and he's on Team, he's on team USA right now. Then it goes Larry. So I've heard I've heard the opposite. I've heard Jalen Brunson is struggling in the actual games now that they've started to the point where some fans are calling for Reeves and Halliburton to be playing much more with with uh, Jalen Brunson coming off the bench. Is that you know not he was what you're saying? he was he was playing excellent in the um, the qualifiers, but yeah, excuse me, the, this first round he didn't play that well. So yeah, he I mean yeah they can make a change, but. Whatever. I think he's just having a couple of bad games. Unless maybe the teams that they played so against them. maybe off maybe to a, a shaky start. <laughs> well, this is according to some website I went on, so I don't okay. know. So number four is Laurie Mark Cannon. Uh, he plays for the Jazz currently, but he's, he's playing for his team Finland. So we'll see how they do. We got Anthony Edwards, also for Team USA. He's currently on the Timberwolves. Of course, SGA, he's currently on Thunder, but he's playing for his team Canada. I, I Actually, that's why Canada's probably owning, because I think SGA is like the Michael Jordan of the league right now. Him and, uh, uh, what's his name on Portland, Trailblazers. <laughs> They're both really good. Um, and then Luca came out as number one on the Mavericks, but he plays for I mean, Slovenia. Yeah. So here's the problem I have with your list. Players to look out for. If you're not looking out for Luca already, you're 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 not a fan of basketball. You don't understand. Yeah. You're not. I mean, it's just not like he's like, oh, who's this Luca kid? I've never heard of him. It's like, well, really? Right. You haven't been paying attention. So that's that's the objection I have to your list. Is you know, I, and, I liked it better when it's these sort of sneaky players that yeah, you know, they're they're like the eighth person or ninth person on a bench, but they have a good FIBA, and all of a sudden now they're going to start seeing some playing time. Those well, are the stories. I okay. Like. In my defense, you did say the first the top five, and yeah, the top five is going right, to be pretty obvious, is, right? Yeah. Okay. I do have a list Ronnie. of thirty, so yeah, there are some teams, the, some players down yeah. here that that you would wouldn't know, but you you should keep an eye on. But yeah, we could. Uh, I don't know what you think about I, going. Through. You just don't care, Jonathan. You don't, you don't care about it's, it's this just, FIBA, and you should players. care. Just sounds miserable. To me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like just, when my wife's like, "Here's the things we have to do today," and she starts listing things off. After like number four, I'm just like, "Well, the day's gonna suck." <laughs> So listen, there's 55 players from the NBA that are in this, right? And I have a list of 30 players here that are that keep an eye on. So I wilted it down a little bit. I'm not going to go over a list. I'm not I'm trying to talk you into it. But I'm just saying that there's some really good players in this FIBA World Cup, and it's worth watching, and you need to give it a watch because there's some really good basketball so I, here. I would say, and we should do a FIBA special where we just talk about FIBA. That way, um, anyone that wants to listen to it can listen to it, and anyone that... It's just uh FIBA. They don't they don't like a little it. side podcast? Yeah, like a little like a little special yeah, we could podcast do that. episode. So we'll 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 sort the details out on that. But that I'd be down for that. Okay. And then you would actually watch those games and we could talk about those games. Like you the good teams. Tell me where I could watch those games and I would watch those games. Like Canada, Spain, and USA. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's All right, we'll it. do that. We'll have and a watch party. You know what you're going to love too is you're going to love how they actually call traveling. They don't let them travel at all. They don't they don't do any flopping and stuff like that. That's a totally different way of playing the game and it's just I've heard the refs are are really controlling the games a lot more. Yeah, and it's good that way. That I mean, they don't let the players like carry the ball like crazy like in the NBA, you know. It's it's a totally different game. I love watching it. 
and the world is coming together with this basketball game too. It's, it's not just USA anymore. The it's the world world's coming is together. Coming together. Look Do at that. basketball. Freaking love it. Do basketball. It's Get excited, just John. Like we always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our fantasy focus with a little bit of a twist. Uh, you're probably thinking, how can we talk about fantasy? Basketball season's not even going on, and that is true. But the football season is about to start. And, you know, we, we've been sponsored by Underdog Fantasy for coming up on a year now. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to send out some of their specials. If you have the app downloaded, you've probably seen some of them. The one that jumped out to me is Patrick Holmes Week 1. Uh, plus or minus half a passing yard. It's like, yeah, that's that's a pretty much a free one. So I will I will take that. So if you haven't checked it out already, download the app. Use the promo code JNR for a deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. And let's let's have some fun. They do daily fantasy. They do best ball. They do longer fantasy. They do the pickums. Uh, Ronnie, your pickem luck has been pretty bad. Is that <laughs> I, still I stick, accurate? I stink at picking them, but. You said your wife has been doing pretty good too, so I'm, I just so she I was good to... during the basketball season. Yeah, obviously, we, right now it's baseball. She doesn't do baseball. I don't do baseball, so okay. that would be a tough one to do pickums on. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll we're definitely going to do some daily fantasy and and some of the pickums during the NFL season, which is right right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I also when I do pickums, I usually pick the players that are just like there's no chance of them actually hitting their goal, or I don't know. It's just like I. I just suck at it. I, I, my, my problem is that I, I wish too much. I'm like, this player will probably get there, even though they probably can't. And I don't know. It's just like, I need to pick the more obvious choices. I go for the better odds instead of the better player. All right. I got one quick trivia question for you. Do you remember a player? And I'm going to say his last name wrong because I can't read. Darko Malikovic. That sounds familiar. Malik. He, I think he was a son, wasn't he? He might have been a son. He let's see. That sounds really familiar. He did not play for the Suns. Oh, uh, okay. I remember Sorry. the name though. He was the number two. You remember his name because he was drafted by the Pistons, probably. Oh, he was the number okay. two overall pick when he was drafted. The second overall pick in the two thousand and three NBA draft. Two thousand three NBA draft had the first round pick of. Do you remember who the first round pick in the 2000 NBA draft, 2003 NBA draft was? Nope. LeBron James. LeBron James. That's <laughs> right. So Darko, so there was this thread on Reddit and it's basically like what former NBA players have just weird sort of everyday jobs now. And there was a couple of them that you kind of like, yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, but the, the two that jumped out of me was one was Darko. He's the number two overall pick now. He is now a, do you want to guess what he is now? Um, probably a, a guess, real so. estate agent. <laughs> no, he's an apple farmer. <laughs> well, he's Johnny so, Appleseed you, now. That's pretty cool. That. He's Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> so then I was like, when Luca, not Luca, when uh, Nikolai Jokic is done with the game, is he just going to be like a horse guy? <laughs> yeah. Is that like his passion? Yep. So I guess he's really happy. He fell out of love with the game, and uh, now he is an apple farmer. Former Hall of Famer Adrian Dauntley. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2008. He last played basketball in 1992. I did not know the name. I didn't recognize it. Yeah. But he is a volunteer crossing guard at his neighborhood school. And I thought that oh, was really cool. That's that's, that's how he spends his time. So two former huge, NBA players that the, have just sort of weird jobs. The biggest crossing guard ever. Just this huge monster uh, standing next a, to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> unless Shaq became a crossing guard or Yao, then yeah. yes, probably. That'd be pretty cool to see a, an ex-NBA player just helping your kids cross, you know, just this 
This dude yeah. who's like six eight, you know, just towering over everyone. That's cool. Uh, that's all I got, Ronnie. Anything, uh, anything you want to bring up before we put a pin in this episode? No, that's all I got. Just uh, got to watch some FIBA there. Get excited. Get excited. Send me a schedule. I might watch them. Probably. Okay. I will. I will. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will be back next week. And we will see you then. Yep. Thanks, guys.